Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, your soul. Um, your choice. I don't know where the soul came from, but I have, drum roll, my first absolutely stunningly beautiful, intelligent mother of three, hardworking, going to school full-time, working in a hospital full-time, being a mother full-time, phenomenal superwoman, Taisha, as my guest today. Taisha! Yeah. <laughs> How are you today, dear? I'm good. You're good. Okay. Um, just a spoiler alert, Taisha is my oldest child and she is everything I just said. I'm not being biased because she came from me, um, even though I fit that bill too. But Taisha stands in a class of her own and always has since a little, little kid, man. I tell you, um, I tell Ty all the time she never cried and it used to scare me. Like, what's wrong with this child? Why doesn't she cry? She would only cry if I promise you, if like something warranted her to cry. She didn't cry if she needed, if she was hungry. She didn't cry if she needed to be changed. She didn't cry if she didn't like something. She would cry if um, she lost a limb or something like that. So she, from a little kid, was unique and special and as a 30-plus-year-old, the the bill doesn't fall far from it. So today I want to talk to Ty about what life is like and how hard it can be, but what she expects in the, in the end, being a, a mother of my three, well, three of my beautiful granddaughters, uh, one set of twins, and working full-time, going to school full-time, not sleeping much, still having to cook and clean and and do all those other things. Um, Taisha, so are you going to be a lifelong school person, like go to school for the next 10, 20 years? I really hope not. <laughs> <laughs> what is your end, um, what do you want the end result to be for all this hard work you're putting into your education? Uh, that's something I've been thinking about lately, kind of where I want to stop. And I think when I think about it, I kind of try to give myself an out. Like, well, I don't need to go that far. I can stop right here. That's good enough. But um, if I put my own maybe fears and negative thoughts aside, I think my end goal is to get my master's and become a family uh, practitioner. Okay. All right. You know, I already call you doctor. So <laughs> uh, if you guys didn't hear a previous podcast, just to uh, sum it up real quick, I was in the hospital for a little while. They didn't know what was wrong with me. I didn't sleep for three days because my head hurt so bad. My vision was shot. I, I couldn't see anything clearly, even with reading glasses and I have perfect vision I got tired of being in the hospital, having test after test after test ran on me. And my daughter finally said, look, I think this is what it is. Tell them to prescribe you this and let you go home. And they listened to her. <laughs> they listened to her words because they didn't talk to her. Prescribe me what she said. Let me go. And I honestly have not had that problem since. So I call her Dr. Uh, Dr. Ty. 
Um, but Ty, you said put your own a fear, your own fears aside. What what are your fears, and why do you think you have them? Um, probably failing. Like sometimes I'll think, like, gosh, that's gonna be hard. Am I going to be like smart enough to get through it? Am I going to have enough energy to get through it? Because um, I mean, school is hard along with everything else I do in life. Um, I think, honestly, the number one fear is just the time it takes. You know, I have to worry about the children, still have to work, I still have to do everyday life. And I know it's hard being where I'm at now, and that's not at the master degree level, so I can only imagine how much harder it could be. So I try to tell myself, well, when I get done, maybe this will be good enough. I won't have to go through all of that again. But I also fear that once I settle in, I'll be unhappy. It won't be enough because I felt like I've settled for so long. I mean, honestly, I could have been there already, but I kind of stood in my own way until I got to the point where it just wasn't enough. So I forced myself to do it. Wow. Okay. That's that's intriguing. You know, I've never asked my daughter these questions, so um, I am uh, in awe. So... Where do you think you get this drive? Because I'm going to be honest, you guys, I, I went to school when Ty was a little, I didn't go straight out of school. I went straight in the military. Um, and I did my, I, I, I got my education when she was a little bitty girl, maybe shucks, I was 28. So seven, seven, she was seven by the time I finished. And um, before that, you know, I I did that online, but before that, she probably doesn't remember me going to school. So where do you get the drive? Um, I would say from multiple people and multiple different things. Like maybe if I'm struggling financially or maybe if I'm struggling, like I just, I'm unhappy with things are with my life. I kind of force that positivity into myself like mm. there's some I'm not the only one who's ever had to go through this no one gets anywhere without hard work no one became a CEO from sitting at home pondering about what life could be like being a CEO nobody sit home wondering what life could be like if they put forth the efforts to be a doctor or a nurse or anything so I just kind of try to pour that positivity into myself first like it's going to be hard but hard work pays off. And then of course, seeing other people in certain places in their life. I have friends who cry and complain that they have friends that are so much higher than them. I have friends that are higher than me and they want to go higher. It just all inspires me. You being in your position inspires me because it was once upon a time where you had to work your way up and you finally got there. Just looking at just many different people, friends, family, co-workers, um, telling me, you know, I can do it. They believe in me. You know, the kids always ask me questions. You got school? You got work? My mommy goes to school. My mommy goes to work. <laughs> and it, it does make me feel good because I'm like, oh, well, you know, they notice stuff like that. You know, they, they think about stuff like that, and although they're children. And sometimes in my mind, I feel like they might not understand while I'm not around all the time they understand more than I think they do. Wow. So just, I pull inspiration from everybody. Wow. 
That's that's beautiful. Um, growing up, you know, I, I don't remember my mom not working. And my dad was in the military. You know, he retired 27 after 27 years. So all through my high school years, he was in the military, even though they weren't apart. Mom worked hard, but I didn't get my drive for either one of them. Um, I, I've never, you know, had to reach out for any kind of, um, state assistance or anything. I just grinded, but, um, it was important to me also to share quality time with you and tweet. So how do you balance that spending quality time with the girls seeing you have three all under the age of 10, um, and twins to boot and, and then, my baby Layla, how do you balance that um, family? And and they have a whole daddy, so I don't want to act like, you know, my son-in-law doesn't exist. I just know that you bear the brunt. So how do you balance that, Ty? Um, It was hard at first. Um, And I say it was hard because when you say spending time with them or making time for them, there's a big difference between us living in the same house and seeing each other and being around each other Mm. and actually spending time with them. Excuse me. So I kind of, it took me a few months, maybe more to kind of realize that. Um, So just doing small things like the twins, you know, they're in this generation with social media and TikTok and all these dances and stuff. And, I don't allow them to have TikTok, but they can watch like little TikTok dances like on YouTube. And they really like to do that. And they want me to do TikTok dances with them all the time. (laughs) And I always used to say, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And one day I was like, okay, I'll do it. So I did a TikTok dance with them. And I promise you, I have not seen them. And, you know, they're hyper excited kids. I have not seen them so happy or excited. (laughs) And I think that's when it clicked. I'm like, gosh, just doing something as small as doing like a, a dance. That's spending time with them. That's doing something they like. That's doing something that they really wanted me to do. Not just sitting in the same house with them. Wow. So doing little activities like that. I want to see, they want me to watch them do a TikTok dance or do it with them. I'll do that. Um, talking to them, asking them how their day was, asking them what do they like, what don't they like, what do they want to do, you know, just getting to actually know them. You know, getting to know their personalities and what they think on a day to day and kind of putting that into what we do together. I bought a slime kit. So a couple of days, you know, we made slime. We sat at the table together and we made different slimes and talked. And I just will make that time for them, whether it's between class, whether it's when they get home from school, before bed. I have to make that time. So I'll have to maybe sacrifice time doing what I want to do on my own or maybe sacrifice a little bit of sleep, a little bit more sleep. But <laughs> I just have to make the time. Wow. Um, um, it While you were speaking, I was just smiling from ear to ear. It reminded me of, do you remember me, you and Tweet would have to take turns? Um, I don't know if it was every week or every other week or what, but we would have to make up a dance to a song and we would have to yeah. perfect. And then we would have to teach the other two the dance. And my favorite yeah. one was you. Uh, it was a Snoop Dogg song. Do you, what was that? Oh, you, wait, you're breaking up real bad. Hold on. 
Okay, yeah, the Drop It Like It's Hot song. Okay. That was my favorite one. So, and then I used to buy the puzzles and put them on the table. Mm -hmm. And as, as we wanted to, we would put the puzzles together. But I think your favorite thing to do was go eat. <laughs> we, yes. we had theme months. Every month, Tired uh, Tweet would pick a theme. So let's say it was hamburgers. We would go to four different hamburger joints on a Wednesday that we hadn't been to, and we would eat hamburgers there. Or if it was a uh, uh, pizza, you know, or whatever. And just a real quick story. One time it was uh, sub sandwiches, and I think it was Ty who picked sub sandwiches. And we went to this one place and, you know, we got our sandwiches and we went and sat down and Ty went back up to the counter and asked for ketchup. <laughs> She's a ketchupaholic and they didn't have any. Ty wanted us to just throw everything away. She was so mad. Either A, we finna go to the store and get me some ketchup or we leaving this place and we're finding another place. And yeah, she didn't get away on that one. But yeah, the the quality time is a key because... It reminds me of some great, some of the best times I've ever had in my life were with y'all. So um, how do you balance now, I got the kids, your own personal time with your friends? Because you have lifelong friends, man. Um, you know, Anita and Bright and your cousin. And how do you spend time with your friends um, while going to school and working full time? Or is that something you've had to put on the back burner? That is something I had to put on the back burner. And it's crazy because I was texting Bright today. We've been trying to get together for like three weeks just to see each other. And I'm like, I can't today. I have class. I have to do this. And I'm like, what about today? And she's like, I can't. Aiden has a football game. You know? <laughs> and, it's, and, you know, we laugh about it. And we're like, this is just, this is absolutely crazy. And, you know, Bright's like, the life of an adult is crazy. We have to, you know, try to find time to spend with each other. And the whole point of it, though, is for us to spend time with each other without the children. Because, we you know, we can see each other all the time without the children, but we never have time just for each other. Um, so, um, actually, Anita just bought me and her other best friend tickets to a concert coming up. So, we'll be going to this concert. Um, we don't have a choice. She bought us tickets. Um <laughs> But usually, honestly, we'll just try to plan a day. You know, we'll try to plan it ahead of time. It doesn't always work out. And unfortunately, my friendships, it's, it is kind of on the back burner um, as far as like physically seeing each other, spending time with each other. Um, of course, we text, we'll talk on the phone. Um, but that's just something that for right now, we've kind of just accepted. And, you know, when I started school, I did tell my friends straight out, I'm like, it, it's going to be rough for the next year or so. I'm probably going to miss birthdays. I'm probably going to miss outings. I'm probably going to miss a lot. But I promise I'll make it up. And any chance I get, I'll, you know, I'll be around. So, I mean, they they understand. I mean, they're just as busy as I am working two jobs, their own children. So, I mean... We get it, but here and there, we'll try to make time. Very mature. Some people, they don't know how to balance that. So the friendship comes first. As a matter of fact, some people, the kids don't even come first. It's like whatever they want to do comes first, which is why like um, adults have a hard time staying focused once they have a family sometimes with um, 
expanding their education, going back to school because they still want to live their life the way they want to live their life. They don't want to adjust. So it's extremely mature um, when you can make that adjustment and understand this is temporary. This might be a year. It might be two. It might be four. And you know the friendships are real when they understand because as you get older, your life changes and your priorities, they they change form. So mm-hmm. here you are now, you know, when you guys were young, you didn't have no kids. You didn't have no worries. You didn't have anything. You lived at home. You could do, you know, see each other and have fun on the weekends and stay the night. And But as you became family people and and wanted to expand the education and got into the workforce, the friendship changes, but it never dissipates. And that's the important thing that you keep those day one A1s in your life um, because the love doesn't change. And, and I see that. I see that um, every once in a while, I'll see a post from Anita or, and she tags all y'all or a, ta- a post from you and you tag all them. And, and I see the love doesn't change. Um, my last question to you is your, um, uh, shucks, what was I going to ask? I, I'm getting old, you guys, so I don't always remember everything I was going to say. Oh, yes, you're sleeping. <laughs> I remember when I was there I last time, uh, and I'll be back in a couple of months, but the last time I went to visit my daughter and, and grandkids, it was because my daughter had to have surgery. So it was the first time probably since, man, maybe her teen years, that that she was able to take that many days off. But it wasn't really being off because she had surgery, so she had to literally let her body heal. I was there so that she could do that. The plan was for her to go elsewhere and rest while I stayed at the house with the kids. Well, it didn't work out like that. She didn't leave the house. She stayed there with me and the kids. And I don't really remember her being able to rest even then, even though I was there to cook and clean and and take the kids to school and pick them up and help with homework and everything. I still don't remember her resting. So Ty, if you weren't able to rest when I was there to allow you to rest, when do you rest? Never. (laughs) I really don't get much rest. I'll probably, I'll probably sleep like on average three hours a night or so, which isn't good. I mean, it it ends up taking a toll on you. So I mean, when I get home from work, like sometimes between work and class, because when I get off work, I go straight to pick up Layla, and then from there I'll go to class within a couple hours so I'll try to like you know lay down then although I'm not sleeping I'll try to lay down then just with Layla before the twins get home or even at night I'll just you know I'll try to lay down a couple of hours early if I can but that's also something that's been sacrificed is Mm. resting I don't sleep well in the first place and I've added all this stuff in there. So I, that's something else. I'm just like, all right, it's like this right now, but it won't be like this forever. Maybe mm-hmm. in a year or two, I'll get, I'll get sleep. It's just, it is what it is. I have to do it whether I get rest or not. So I just, 
I just know that's another sacrifice that I have to make in my rest. Woo, boy. Well, that's a lot for me. Now, that's that's where we greatly differ because my daughter will tell you sleep has been important to me all my life. I've went to sleep early all my life. And when I say all my life, I do literally mean as a 10 and 11 year old, I would think if I go to bed now, I got to wake up at this time because that'll be eight hours. Uh, my mom will tell you as a little kid, sleep was important. So I've threatened uh, to do great harm to my kids when they wake me up in the middle of the night. It could be 10 o'clock at night and I'm looking for a belt or a, a kid to punch out because they were laughing too loud or something. So that that we greatly differ on. But I I will honestly say you are like my superhero. You're my child, but you I have seen you just diligently um, press forward since a teenager. Um, I, I don't know if I've told my audience before, but as a, I think you were a teenager, it was maybe 2010, you were born, so maybe you were 20, 1920, and I, my, di- my dates might be off, it might have been earlier than 2010, but I'll never forget, it was either Mother's Day or my birthday, and she asked me to come outside, and she had bought me a truck with her own money. Um, some of the best gifts I received early on in life were from Taisha because she put so much heart and thought into what she does and gets. I don't care if Ty takes the time to knit something for me. Is it knit or crochet? What do you do? Crochet. <laughs> she She's a crocheting queen, you guys. She has sold a lot of her work, but she puts so much love and thought into it. It's like perfect. I still have the very first blanket she crocheted. It's orange and black. It's on the couch downstairs. I use it uh, when I get a little chilly. Um, And she crocheted me this sweater. It's hanging up over my washer and dryer. If I get cold and I'm downstairs, I could throw it on. So she puts so much thought and love into whatever she does for anybody. On top of that, she is a loyal friend for life. On top of that, she is a, a beautiful mother, um, partner, whatever you want to call her to the kids, uh, wife to the kids, dad. On top of that, she's a wonderful sister and a confidant to her siblings. And I, I do call her Wonder Woman or Superwoman, whatever it is, somebody with a cape without hesitation because she is doing it all. And I'm very proud of you, daughter. I'm extremely proud of you, actually. Um, You're very level-headed as well. Um, Just don't make her mad, y'all. I told you, that sweet butterfly can turn into the Tasmanian devil. So she is truly my child. And just want to end this time for thanking you first for doing this podcast with me. And more than that, thank you for my three wonderful grandkids and for being an outstanding daughter. Any ending thoughts for you? Uh, this was fun. I was a little bit nervous, but <laughs> I'm doing it. And I just want to tell everybody out there, just get out of your own head mm. and, and accomplish whatever you want to accomplish once you get out of your own way. 
Hey, I second that, y'all. I'm 53 and trying to still get out of my own way and, and getting led by motivation up and running again. All right, daughter, I love you greatly. This was an awesome podcast. Thank you and go get some sleep. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye.